Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Back to Don V Fridays. It's officially game week. It's a it's official. Football is here. Week zero was last week. Nebraska got us started doing what they do. Lose. Drinking uh, the Kool Aid. And we got Drift back in the building from Witness Protection. How you living? Oh, uh, I'm doing good, man. Starting a new job. I'm single now. I'm ready to go crazy. I was, I was, hey man, I was about to come down to Virginia Beach this weekend and go nuts, but uh, it's so expensive, bro. The flights are insane and everything down there. So I was like, I gotta save money, man, because I'm gonna move down to, uh, I'm gonna, I'm about to move down to Cincinnati soon. So I gotta, I gotta stack the bread right now. But yeah, I'll get down there eventually, man. It sucks being so far. I can't just like pick up and drive. You know, it's like eleven hours. So you know. yeah, yeah, that's that's one of the downsides of being a, a fan from afar. I'm a, I'm a watcher above. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a 49er fan, and I've never been to, I am about to say Candlestick. I've never been to Candlestick or Levi, but I have seen them play when they come to Washington, but it'd be like that. Hey, I've, I've seen Tech play multiple times, just, just not, in, not in Blacksburg. I've seen them in Notre Dame twice, so. Yeah, yeah. One day you got to come to the motherland. Hey, I will. I will. I'll come down there. Once I let me just stack some money for for a year and I'll be down. I'll try to come to maybe Blacksburg later this season. But I'm literally just starting. My, bro, my job pays once a month, which is ass. But hey, enough about me. We got a guest on today. We got Dan. Dan, what's up, man? How you doing, bro? What's good, y'all? Your boy in the building. You know? Tales from the transfer portal. Why, yeah, the dude. other half, we had Joe on like three, four weeks ago. Yeah, you guys are uh, rookies of the year, man. You guys have been taking off this year. Man, I don't stop, bro. I just, nah, they, the, uh, they the Ben Simmons rookies because they was already. <laughs> it's rookie of the year, but y'all had a red shirt year, too. Yeah, that's facts. <laughs> nah, hey, y'all, man, boys, y'all, boys, uh, y'all boys been going up lately, man. I love to see shit like that. Shout out to the, the ones that were hating. It said I was a Don V ripoff. Well, you motherfuckers, we got Dan V. Oh, who, was, yo, who said who said that? I I forgot uh, who said that. Uh, I think it was um, Squeeze VT. I don't know. I can't remember. Hey, it was that or It was one of the two. I don't remember. Yeah, I think it was a more. Get your slander off, bro. Get your slander off. Yeah. Where's Marlo been? I haven't seen him on Twitter recently. He blocked everybody or something. He got packed. He got packed up. He deleted yeah. his account? No, nah, it got deleted. I oh. think. Yeah, Listen, I mean, he probably that, said that. some crazy shit. He was saying some crazy shit, so I wouldn't be surprised. He used to go in. 
But now that you say something, I haven't seen a moral around in a minute. So maybe, maybe, maybe uh, Elon Musk got him up out of there, man. So, <laughs> but shout, man, shout out to Dan. Shout out to Joe Rogers. Uh, test oh, for yeah. the transfer portal, man. Y'all, y'all boys came a long way. It yes. is yeah, game. It's week one in college football. The uh, Virginia Tech Hokies is on a revenge game. Believe it or not, <laughs> versus the old Dominion Monarchs. Uh, the game is here, uh, down here in the 757 in North of Virginia. Um, I want to say before we get into previews and everything, I've been listening to uh, the Boundary Corner and I haven't listened to Sons of Saturday, but I've listened to a lot of the, of the discussion around the game. And let me just say, I'm so proud of. Everybody from the Commonwealth of Virginia. Um, if you're from Virginia, you know how to pronounce Norfolk, Virginia. We don't say Norfolk. That lets me know you're from Massachusetts, or that lets me know you're from Connecticut, or you know Iowa. Everybody, if you're from Virginia, you say Norfolk. You say Norfolk. I think that's the only appropriate way to pronounce this shit. If you're from the seven five seven, you say Norfolk. Like ain't no other pronunciation is, but. Everybody has been pronouncing it right. I ain't heard of Norfolk yet. So round of applause. Shout out to everybody from the Commonwealth, man. They know what's up. Uh, I'll be at the game. Dan will be at the game. Uh, no drift. <laughs> <laughs> no drift. Wait. Every, every time, bro. Every time. It's like every time I'm, 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 I'm letting down. Letting down. You're not letting down, man. It's, 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 it's a lot of... Uh, it's a lot of hokey fans hey, that go to I'm bl- Listen, man, I'm blaming it on the economy. The economy yeah. was better. Hey, I was, yeah. I'm just saying. Uh, Flights I, I used to be think. cheaper. Flights used to be cheaper. That's all I'm saying. I, I believe that. But but me and Dan, will, we, we, we will have boots on the ground, as our friend Dex would say. We're going to have the boots on the ground. Yeah. I'll um, have the aerial coverage, the UAV. We'll be in <laughs> Norfolk. Uh, Dan. Touching down in the motherland. Uh, uh, how you feeling? What's the vibes? Man, I'm excited, man. It's been uh, a long time since I've done real Virginia Tech football. Uh, living in Northern Virginia during the Fuente years, it was hard for me to justify driving oh, the five yeah. and a half hours for a coach that was going to piss me off and just Absolutely. didn't. He didn't care about Tech, so I had to watch from afar. But I'm excited to be back with, with the people, man. Tapping in with the people. Ironically, this is my first Virginia Tech game since the last ODU game, if I'm not mistaken. I think the last time I saw Virginia Tech play football was the last ODU game, which was 2019, when we were at home. And it got a little shaky, but we won. And, and, and has he made that catch in the back of the end zone, that crazy catch? That's all I remember, pretty much. But uh, yeah, I, this is my first game since the last ODU game. Now that I'm thinking about it, that's crazy. <laughs> Time this really my, flies. This will be my first Tech game since 2017, Miami, when Mook and Tim Settle had motherfucking Brad Kaya in hell in Lane Stadium. That was 2016. Yeah, my that was a long time. Ago. A year later, then yeah, yeah, it, it would have been. I'm sorry, WVU at FedEx would have been my last one then. You was there too. I was at. I was there too, bro. We should have linked up. What you doing? I know we should have. Yeah, it's crazy. 
FedEx Field, the only place where WVU fans and Virginia Tech fans can come together to shit on how horrible it was trying to get into this actual stadium. I didn't come together with WVU fans for shit. So somebody threw a beer bottle at me. Oh, wow. But, you know, the Bud Light joint, the plastic joint. Oh, what is it like? It's like it's not like a glass bottle, of course, but it's like the aluminum joint. The little yeah, twelve. Yeah. Somebody, the the yeah. twist somebody, off. Yeah, the twist off. Somebody threw the twist off at me, bro. That's crazy. They took the lead in the fourth quarter, and the bottle flew at me. And I remember, uh, stadium security was like, "Who the fuck threw that?" And all <laughs> that because he threw it from behind me, obviously. Way downtown. That might have been racism, to be honest. It might have been because we was the only. Not only were it's bad enough, it was only black people in the section. Me, and my boy Duran's brother, but we was the only Hokies too in that section. It was bad. We oh, was, double whammy. We was behind enemy lines for real, and we ain't stand up for the national anthem. It was during them times. Oh man, it was a lot going. It was it was it was off from the start. <laughs> it was a lot going on that night, but um. Shout out to the West Virginia fans that left Cran in the section and everything. Shout out to y'all. Shout out to the nigga that threw the bottle. Fuck you. You know? So, it was good vibes. We won that game. So, yeah. Yeah, Drift, you got to come out to these games. All right, I'll come, man. I'll come. I'll come down. I, I will. I will. I'll make it worth it when I when I do. And when I do, you motherfuckers better come out and hang out with me. We coming out <laughs> with bells on, bro. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so it's week one. It's week one. Finally, football. bro. Finally, it's been a long off season, and like I said last week with uh, J.K. Shout out to J.K. who was a decent co-host, filled in nicely. Shout out to J.K. Man, um, I was telling J.K. the same thing I've been saying. It's been a quiet, outside of Pratt bringing back the lunch pail and all the shit that Fuente tried to shit on. There's been no controversy, no no killings, no uh none yeah. of that. The worst thing that happened this offseason with a player is Breon Murray hasn't been paying the speeding tickets in his in his parking tickets. Uh, other than that, it, it's been a clean offseason. How you, what's y'all opinion of Pratt's first offseason? It was smooth, super smooth. I mean, Wells Wells and Brown were a, were a battle for quarterback, and Wells won it pretty cleanly and he named him starter early on. So it wasn't like we were sitting around waiting for a quarterback to get named starter. So that was kind of cool. Um, but other than that, I mean, it was, like you said, it was solid. I think that's why this offseason has felt so long because there wasn't any drama. You know what I mean? Like there was nothing to like talk about. So it just kind of, it just took, it seemed like it took forever. Yeah. Yeah, man. It was, I think it was such a long offseason because Joe and I cover it now. Right. So we talk about it every week. So then it's like mm-hmm. you're paying closer attention and then it's just like time drags. But yeah, um, there really wasn't much going on. I feel like a lot of it was positive for once. Um, yes. We didn't drum up the recruiting quite as much as I'd hope, but I hope that that, that mm-hmm. turns around with, with a, a resume being built. But Breon Murray, bro, how do you get one? How do you get pulled over for following too closely? You really had to be wilding on that one. And two, how are you a Virginia Tech football player who plays and you can't talk yourself out of a ticket in Montgomery County? Man, listen, I w- I need Breon Murray to get flagged for following receivers too fucking closely. That's what I need. <laughs> I don't need, like, following people in your car too closely, not good. Following Caleb Smith. 
too closely in the spring game, probably would be a little bit better, in my opinion. Shout out to Breon Murray, bro. Get your legal shit fixed. Um, one thing about the uh, Commonwealth of Virginia, um, if you're not from this, if you're not from here, it is designed to keep you in debt and keep you behind the eight ball. Once you fuck your license up, it's hard to get it back. So it, it's, it's, they set it up that way on purpose uh, to kind of keep you behind the sticks on that. So get your license and shit together. If you're riding around, follow a motherfuckers too close, riding around, no license, you better drive slow or drive safe. So all I can tell you, get your shit together, man. You fucking yes. up your life behind nothing. Um, if I if I had to give Pratt a letter grade for his offseason, that means strictly off the field moves. That means no recruiting, no you know uh, game plans or what offense or defense. Just strictly offseason moves and moves he's made and things he's done as far as kissing kissing. He didn't kiss all the babies. He didn't shook all the hands. Yeah, he, he did it. He did it right. That's for sure. He's been in every area code, every nook, cranny. He didn't done the meet and greets, the autograph signings. He's done it all. I gotta give him. I gotta give him an A plus plus. And then he brought the lunch pail back. Now, me personally, the lunch pail to me is just a trinket, but you know, it gets the people riled up. You know, yeah, and it, it gets people riled up. Me personally, I always thought lunch pail D was a result of recruiting a bunch of wild motherfuckers from the Commonwealth, a bunch of wild motherfuckers from South Florida, wild motherfuckers from North Carolina. They was crazy and they was insane and they had that don't give a fuck mentality and they wanted to beat the shit out of people. I just think the lunch pail was the uh, result. Mm. Not the result, the the vessel. Uh, Y'all remember Pootie Tang when, when he lost his belt and his daddy was like, I bought that belt from the Piggly Wiggly. You could always whoop ass. That's what the lunch pail is. Like, the lunch pail is just the vessel, but the lunch pail mentality was the real thing that it was why the defenses was great. Shout out to, shout out to Brent Parman. I give you A plus, bro. You had a great offseason. What say you, gentlemen? Yeah, I completely agree. I think it's just now it's, uh, we've kind of been, we've seen it all. Just put it on the field, you know? It's that time. That's Bad. game week. It's game week, man. You got to talk I'm with ba- your play. Yes. I'm very excited for Brent Pry. Um, I he, when when we hired him, he wasn't who I was thinking of. Obviously, nobody really was. I don't think. But then I think right. fairly quickly with the press conferences and stuff, we kind of were like, I think Wit might have found him. You know what I'm saying? So, um, and then you read the story that he sent the selfie to John Belen. Like, you interested? That's funny as hell to me. Um, you can tell like he really wanted it and he really wants to be here. I met him at fan day and it was a controlled environment, but it was still like, like he was just incredible. Like you felt the energy from him. You felt the energy from the rest of the staff. I'm glad they're here. It is now time to prove on the field and the lunch pail coming back with actual lunch pail members on the staff that, can relate to it and know what it's about and convey it properly makes me happy. And I think that this defense is going to have to hit pretty hard this year because we got talent, but I don't know if we got the depth. So we're going to have to make the punches count while we got them. We definitely do not have the debt, the debt. Um, but, um, yeah, 
Yeah, lunch pail coming back. Also, was coming back uh, a tradition that I ain't gonna lie. I I had I was a fan of it early in Fuente Fuente's tenure, but the number twenty five tradition will stay. Um, they're going to keep it with special teams players. Me personally, I don't. I think they should just open that up to the best players. Um, if the quarterback deserve, I, the quarterback is the best player on the team. Fuck, give him twenty five every week. Yeah. I just think it should go to the best player. Obviously, offensive lineman. Sorry, like it is what it is. But yeah, I say get that shit to whoever, whoever balling. Get that shit to him. Weren't they kind of uh, doing that for a minute there last year, at, year before? At fir- no, at first they were. It kind of felt like that, but maybe the teams were just better. But um, yeah, I mean, it kind of jumped the shark when they gave it to Tyrell Smith. Shout out to Tyrell Smith, bro. I don't want no trouble. Don't fuck me up when I'm in Blacksburg. But when they gave it to Tyrell Smith, and even though he couldn't wear it in the game, obviously, I just felt like I right, it kind of jumped the shark. Like you giving it to a nigga that been there for nine years. For what? Like, like, come on, man. Like, once it got into that territory, it lost its luster. Yeah, it lost but, its meaning. Like, I mean, I don't even know who's wearing it this week at ODU. Honestly, I don't I'll, think none of them motherfuckers deserve it. I don't think they announced it, right? I haven't yeah, seen any of thing. I wouldn't give it to a soul. Show me. Somebody show me something, if anything. Show me. And then we'll talk about it for next week. But uh, as of now, I wouldn't give them shit. Uh, but what y'all think about 25 coming back or staying, then leave? It's all right, man. But, it, I mean, like you said, it just, you know, it, it kind of lost its meaning. So, hopefully that kind of comes back, in the, you know, this year and they they give it to the right players. But I was never really a, a massive fan of it, you know, to be completely honest. But uh, it's it's cool. You know, if it works, it works. If it looks good, players are playing well, it's cool. It's a nice gimmick. So, go for it. Uh, nah, it was dope at first. Remember when Stroh ran that punt back wearing that shit? It had magical powers at first. Like, it, it was kind of hitting different at first. Yeah, but, I mean, I think you're right about the players just being better back then. Like, you had players that really kind of deserved it. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Dad, you quiet over there. How you living? I'm good, man. Hey, man, I'm just a guest on the show, bro. I'm letting Drift get his shit off. He ain't been. Oh, uh, you're a co-host. You ain't no goddamn guest. <laughs> You've been, uh, like, you've been around this offseason, man. This is uh, you, You've been around a lot, more, a lot more than I had this offseason. Man. Yeah. So, number 25 tradition, where you at on that? To be honest, at first, I thought it was cool. And then it got real gimmicky. And I yes. did not like it. And I would have been cool if it didn't come back. Okay. Uh, but it was kind of, I kind of lumped it in at, at that point with, like, that hard hat bullshit. Because – Team was soft as hell. True. Nobody needed a hard hat, right? So I felt like right. at that point they were just like running into the mud, right? Disgracing, disgracing this it. True. This is true. This is so true. Ho- hopefully, now that it's back, it's coming back with this staff. Maybe they'll reestablish the meaning with it. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm here to give it a shot. Winning fixes everything, right? So if they they win, it'll all look good. Everything will look good. Okay. This is true. Well, let's get into our week one opponent. It's a revenge game. ODU. Last year they were six and seven, but to those who do not know, they started one and six. So to to end up still getting bowl eligible and they didn't win their bowl game, uh, they went six and seven, just like we did, if I'm not mistaken. But to start one and six and to finish that strongly, it kind of lets you know the direction of that program. So 
if you looking at uh if 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 you just looking at their record, you think okay, that's a mediocre team, that's a bum ass team. They came on late. They found some Kirk. That means that team has Kirk. Um, a lot of teams start one and six. Everybody's at the portals. Everybody hits the exits. Let's get the fuck up out of here. Get ready for next year. But no, that team went six and seven, but they started one and six. They went five and three in conference. They won four uh, out of their six games. They won four of them at home. So this is a team that can perform at home. This is the team that lets me know they have character. This is a team that bringing back some veteran star players that were very productive, especially Ali Jennings, the third, who was a thousand yard receiver. He averaged seven, uh, over 17 yards per catch. That's somebody we have to keep our eyeballs on. If I'm not mistaken, I watched them play against Charlotte and this motherfucker had like 200 and something yards, three, three tuds went crazy. Um, they got DJ Mack, and I know he does not start quarterback for them, but DJ Mack played at UCF. I can tell y'all right now what I know, not what I think. DJ Mack is playing his hometown in Norfolk, Virginia. This is his – he's been there nine years in college football. He's a six-year senior, a COVID senior. Um, they're going to put him in. What they Call that shit Wildcat tight end. He's their Blumrick, literally. Um, I would expect a dosage of DJ Mack. Um, lining up, doing different things, coming in, helping it, helping their run game, however he can. Um, they got a thousand yard back playing coming back. They got a tight end Zach Koontz that got a ton of production, a safety blanket. Our defense got their work cut out for them this game, bros. I ain't mm-hmm. gonna hold y'all. I've been doing my scouting. Um, they have they have uh five ODU. They have five COVID seniors on this roster. So, and DJ Mack is one of them. So they have they have experience. They have age. They have a character. This isn't going to be, I don't think it's going to be I a mean, hell game. Yeah, it's not a cakewalk. I don't think it's going to be a hell game, but I don't think it's going to be a cakewalk either. What say you gentlemen? Yeah, I mean, their schedule last year, I mean, you say, you know, they started one and six, sure. But their schedule is hard. I mean, they opened against Wake Forest. They played Liberty. Buffalo, UTEP, who they almost beat, and UTEP was great last year. They went to overtime against Marshall, Grant Wells, and then they lost to Western Kentucky. That was their opener, uh, their opening slate, which is really good uh, for a school like them. And then they started bad. They they figured it out, picked it up. So I think that was kind of, you know, part of the reason why they started bad. But I don't think the team is as bad as a lot of people think just based on the record last year. I think the spread kind of reflects that being that it's only seven and a half in favor of the Hokies. So, um it's kind of a little nervous game, man. If, if things start a little shaky, I mean, it's gonna they're gonna it's gonna be hype down there, man. It's gonna be similar vibes to how it was the last time we played in, uh, in you know, in the seven five seven. So, I'm 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 excited, but I'm also a little nervous. Not gonna lie. Man. I'm excited. I'm excited. Um, ODU got us last time. No, we won last time. We won last time. Shit. Man, I'm getting old. I'm getting old. Anyway. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) The disrespect is there. You know, people think – or ODU thinks they can hang with Tech, and that has been an issue that Fuente created. So, Pride knows he's going to have to go in there and shut it down, start to restore order in the state. 
their offensive coordinator, while they were installing the game plan, decided to go full Ku Klux, allegedly. He's gone. They don't got him. Um, I think Grant Wells is a gunslinger. I think he's going to have to sling it. I think – I'm excited, man. I really am. I think the Hokies win handily. Now, you say Grant Wells is a gunslinger. He going to be throwing to Nick Swastikis. I know that ain't his name. Hey, bro, don't fuck me up, bro. I'm fucking with you. Your name is not that. But I saw you on the depth chart, bro. It was crazy. Who is that? Uh, who is, bro? Who is that? I I've never heard this man's name ever. Who's the walk on? I don't know. Yeah, he's been there for years, just in the shadows. Like, with, with, hey, Pratt, what's up, bro? Like, how he get on the depth chart, man? Talk to me. Hey, man, just win, please. <laughs> yeah, the that's, W is definitely that's, important. That's where we're at at this point. And to be honest, there has been some decent amount of injuries, and the wide receiver room has gotten shaken up quite a bit, so – um, Absolutely, injuries. Malachi, um, Jalen Holston. Isn't Jalen Holston banged up? Uh, yeah. yeah, but he's full go from what I heard, right? Should be good. Okay. He said he's game time, but he's trending. Game, game right time. Okay, yeah, game time. Pretty sure he's playing. Because if he's if playing, if he's, room, if he's not playing, then we might see Bryce Duke. Yeah, if there's a room that I, I feel pretty good about being able to produce on the field, it's the running back room. Just because there's so many, so many fucking running backs on the roster. Yeah, yeah I mean, well, I, Keyshawn, I, 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 I haven't seen nothing out of none of the running backs that we have available. I haven't seen shit. You're not standing king anymore. Yeah, but he's never produced. He, he's flashed here and there. I, I'm like, I'd, I'd be excited to see him in this offense. I think the big thing for this running backs though is like, I feel like our offensive line is going to be pretty good returning as many people as they're returning. So um, they should be all right. And so yeah, if, if they can, cool. if they can get some decent push up front and if we can throw the ball, because part of the problem with our running game in past years is we couldn't throw the ball for shit. So it was hard to run the ball. If we can actually throw the ball and like be a, you know, a dual threat offense, I think it'll be much easier to run the ball behind a returning offensive line. Yeah. Um, if, 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 if Grant Wells can at least scare them enough, then yeah, maybe that opens some teams up. Maybe yeah. they, maybe they gotta keep that yeah. safety back. But uh, they're not gonna have to load the box like they used to do in previous years. That's for I sure. I want to just I want to lean on these people, man. I want to just lean on them, beat the shit out of them, get out of there, to get the fuck out of there with no with no drama. Um, the Hokies are what seven and a half point favorites. Yeah, I feel like either result for this game is gonna be um pretty extreme. Like if I th- I think if we lose it's gonna be hell on Twitter and I think if we win people are gonna be saying Brent Pry is the the ultimate savior. Yes. I, oh, it's gonna, oh it's gonna be crazy town. It's gonna We're be crazy. Gonna it's gonna be crazy regardless of the outcome. We're gonna win the game. We're gonna win the game. But yes, Twitter is gonna be crazy town. Um, oh yeah. People are gonna be talking national championship. Y'all know how much you take Twitter is. That shit is never rational. Uh, it's always crazy town. Yes. Um, if we win that game and we cover, which is only seven and a half points, uh, yes, expect Crazy Town Friday, late Friday night on, on Hokie Twitter. 100%, yeah. We covering? Damn, we covering? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, okay, take that shit to the bank, man. Yeah. Uh, hey, the first hey, Vito, what game, you got, man? First play got to be 
got to be a play action down the throat, like just deep ball. I don't care if it connects or it doesn't connect. Let bomb them know to Caleb Smith. Play. Right yeah. off the bat. Just throw a bomb Fuck to Caleb Smith. Guy, my boy. Let's go, Man. Caleb. Caleb Smith. I don't care who it's Bagged up. They about to throw that bitch to Cole Beck or somebody. <laughs> I don't know if Cole Beck's going to see the field tomorrow. He's pretty Who low on the depth scores, chart. I don't care. Just make it happen. Bomb it up. But, um, so, yeah, ba- basically, I mean, basically the game plan is simple. Um, we need to run the ball. We need to not turn the ball over. And I don't know whose task is it to cover Ali Jennings and Zach Koontz and the, the, these receivers that uh, ODU have, but um, we got to we got to get real sticky out there. We got to get real. I need to see them real sticky out there. Um, you know how I, sticky I, it gets. Yeah, I don't because <laughs> I see a lot of I see a lot of a lot of wide receivers running free, and one of our DBs don't pay his parking tickets. Apparently, so it's, it's it, it might get sticky for us. Stop is the way. So DJ Harvey uh, season about to find out, out. Shout out DJ Harvey. The reason why I'll be able to go to the game. Um. Uh. Yeah. So we have to stick with these receivers, and and when you see DJ Mack come on the field, remember for those who have remember watching him at UCF like nine years ago, big quarterbacks like a six four kid, like two thirty. So. Expect whatever the whatever we plan on using Blumrick for, I guarantee you they're gonna do the same thing with him. So, so expect heavy rain is what I'm saying. So get ready to tackle is what I'm saying. You see him come in. Um, let's pick some. Let's pick some week one actions. I got a couple games. I got circled oh, that I'll be no, Start from Thursday. Get He's the slate start going. Thursday. We got just a couple games for our gamblers out there. The Backyard Brawl is back. Shout out to the Backyard Brawl, West Virginia, at Pitt. Pitt is seven and a half point favorites. Um, who y'all taking? Who y'all taking? Let's start with Dan. Who you taking? Man, that's a tough one, really, for real. Um, because yes. Narduzzi is awesome. At, like, he is so good at self-destructing. And yes. – Mark Whipple's gone, right? He's in Nebraska. Yes. yes. So Neil Brown is mid, right? But yes. I think WVU has a legitimate puncher's chance. So I think you can go either way. Yeah, there's um, some there's some sell your soul here for West Virginia. Yeah. Yeah. I, I they got I the uniforms go. cooking. Yeah, they got that country roads bullshit on their on their uniforms. I probably got to pick Pitt in this one just because it's a toss-up, and I'll never pick WVU in a toss-up, so I'm going to go Pitt. I'm, I'm going West Virginia. West Virginia, I guess, the spread. I think they cover. I think they win. Um, their quarterback said West Virginia – said fuck West Virginia on the stage. I think I think that's going to yeah. be the meme of the weekend. So Yes, Keaton, Keaton Slovis. Yeah, and he was – His old teammate, JT Daniels. Yes, sir. Oh, Slovis said fuck, fuck West Virginia. Yeah, you didn't see that? No, yeah. I, I actually did not. Yeah, he yeah. got up on stage and he was like, one last thing, fuck West Virginia. And then, like, right, I started going it. crazy. I respect it. I'm, I'm, uh, take, I'm, taking, I'm taking West Virginia. This is a sell your soul game. Uh, Pitt wins the game. West Virginia keeps it close. Uh, I'm taking the dog. I'm taking the dog on that one. Um, should be a good, should be in, entertaining. 
Uh, should be a good game. Should be a nasty game like the old ones. But um, I think West Virginia selling their soul for this one. Um, but Pitt gets it done late with the win. Uh, the the Chick Fil A kickoff number eleven Oregon at a neutral field, quote unquote. It's in it's in Atlanta, but on not a neutral not field, neutral at all. <laughs> I mean, there's a ticket allotment that I'm sure that Oregon fans didn't hit. Man, Oregon fans had an opportunity. Like they had an opportunity to make it 50 50, I'm sure. Um, but they're not, but they're not true. It's a home game for Georgia. Yeah. But, but there's ticket allotments. Oregon versus Georgia in the uh, Mercedes Benz Dome. Uh, Georgia is 17 point favorites. Uh, We're going to start with Drift this time. Uh, what, what you think? Oregon covers for sure. I think Georgia just lost uh, lost a lot, man. They lost their whole defense. They lost some big weapons on offense, too. George Pickens is gone. Um, yeah. So, you know, we'll see, man. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I think Oregon will just cover by the fact that both teams are going to – it's going to be tough for them to score. So, I think that's why I'm going to just take the 17 points for Oregon to cover. Dan? I think – I do think Oregon will cover. Uh, Stetson Bennett offense really relied a lot, I think, on the defense last year. Yes. I think Kirby Smart got a little spicy about Dan Lanning. What do you say? I'm not worried about him or something like that. Uh, yes. So I think Georgia does win, but I, I think that that Oregon will keep it within the, the, the spread enough to cover that game. So I think Oregon will cover, but I think the Bulldogs get the dub. I agree. Um, I, I too am taking Oregon to cover. The dogs have the dog. The dogs not only have they lost a lot, they got the championship hangover. Yeah. Um, they got the championship hangover coming. They got uh Stetson. We all, I think, all last year the world was waiting for Stetson Bennett to turn into a pumpkin, and I think this is the year Stetson Bennett turns into a pumpkin. Uh, that don't mean Georgia gonna be yeah. ass or whatever. Which is but, gonna be weird because they have that Brock Vandergrift sitting on the bench. Well, you remember uh, after the Natty, he went on Good Morning America drunk as hell, Stetson. And they asked him if he was coming back to Georgia, and he goes, It depends on the coaches. And I was like, He got a little dog in him. Right. Now and he said depends on the coaches. Now everybody else would have been like, Yeah, I'm coming back because it's my job, it's my team. And, but Charles Stetson Bennett, he got it. He made the throws that he needed to make. But I just feel like there's a clear ceiling there. And when you don't got shit, five first round picks on defense, along with all the offense, the NFL players you had on your offense too, it's gonna be more on Stetson Bennett. And Oregon ain't no bitch ass team, bro. They got talent over there. So. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I, yeah. That- I, I, Georgia pulls it out, but Oregon going to keep it close. Phil Knight always going to pull weight at Oregon, you know? And shout out to Phil Knight, uh, rich motherfucker. All right, this is an interesting one. Number 23, Cincinnati, who was a playoff team last year, at 19, Arkansas. Arkansas is 6.5, a touchdown favorite. I'll yeah. start this I'm going to start this one off. Um... I think Cincinnati is going to be get blown out. I, I think if y'all want to lock that, if you want to put down a lock of the week, which always turned out to be the live of the week last year when I said this shit. <laughs> my lock of the week, like take this shit to the bank, put it in all your parlays. 
Arkansas minus six and a half. I think Arkansas is going to beat Cincinnati by two or three touchdowns. Drift, what you think? Yeah, I'm on the same wave, man. They lost so many players to the draft and especially losing their quarterback. Uh, Arkansas is also not a bad team at all. Uh, they were pretty decent last year. They just have a super tough, you know, obviously super tough conference, super tough schedule. Uh, but this is at Razorback Stadium. I think it's going to be tough for Cincinnati to just kind of bounce back after their – they might have some hangover from making it to the playoffs. So rolling with, this, with the Arkansas spread. Man. Man. That's a cool KJ Jefferson. He ain't no slouch at quarterback. Facts. Facts. Yeah, he, uh, I mean Arkansas's offense last year was just Traylon Burks, so that could be. But you know, mm, that's tough. You think it's gonna be a blowout? I feel like we I, I, I think it's gonna ready. be a blowout. It's a it's a role game. It's a role game for Cincinnati. They starting a new quarterback. Yeah, Sam Pittman, he's a good coach. He's a hell of a coach. Ooh, I mm, I think Arkansas will win, but I don't think it's gonna be a uh I don't think it's gonna be like jail sex or nothing. <laughs> so you you got Cincinnati covering? What was the spread again? Basically a touchdown for Arkansas. Oh no, I I take Arkansas by a touchdown. He's taking to he's taking Arkansas. It's unanimous. That is the lock of the week for on my end, anyway. The get the game of the this is the best game all weekend, honestly. Number five Notre Dame at number two Ohio State. Talk about Ohio, it. Ohio State is seventeen point favorites. It's Marcus Freeman's first game as head coach. Dan, what do you think shaking out Saturday night? It's in Columbus. Yes, it is. I'll take Ohio State by 17 and Columbus. Ooh. But yeah, that's man. not a knock on Marcus Freeman. I think that no, he's going to turn Notre Dame into some bad mo- – I think Marcus Freeman going to turn Notre Dame into who they always wanted us to believe Notre Dame was. But is, I don't is, think is, it happens this Saturday. My only question would be, is, is Buckner – uh, is he? Did he win the QB job at Notre Dame? Who's the star QB? I remember that kid Buckner, who kind of killed us last year, or was the year before last. Uh, Asian kid came in running and shit. We was like, who is this? Yeah, uh, t- Tyler. Oh. Tyler Buckner. Yeah, Tyler Buckner. Tyler Buckner. He yeah, he's their starting yeah. quarterback. He's a baller. Like that kid can play. He got some. He was like an Asian Ian book out there almost. He, he was. It was real. It was real spooky out there. I've never met an Asian person named named Buckner ever. So shout out Me to neither. him. Me neither. Um, it got kind of spooky when he got out there, and they had Jack Cone, who who was actually ass, but experienced veteran leader, all that bullshit. All that said, I'm taking the dogs, man. I'm taking Notre Dame. This has been an underdog weekend for me outside of uh, the Arkansas game. I'm taking Notre Dame to cover that. Ohio State is one of, if not the best team in college football. Jackson Smith in Jigba is probably the best receiver in the country. C.J. Stroud is a top three quarterback in the country. We got it. Trevion, best running back in the country. I say all that to say 
Notre Dame is going to find a way to keep that game close. And um, they might it, it, they might lose by two touchdowns. It might be 14 points, but they're going to cover. They're going to they gonna hold me down. I'm putting that shit in all my parlays. Notre Dame. Drift, what say you? I'm the opposite, man. I'm a down on this one. Ohio State's going to beat the brakes <laughs> off Notre Dame, bro. It's coming, bro. Did we, did we not all witness the Rose Bowl last year? Man, that whole offense is coming back except Chris Olave, and he didn't even play in that game, bro. It's all Ohio State. Jackson, they're not going to be able to cover Jackson. He's going to go nuts. Look, if Marcus Freeman – And the crazy thing is, bro, is the game could be close the whole game, and Ohio State could break off 17 points in a matter of five minutes. That's true. Offense and defense. Yeah, if Marcus man. Freeman beats Ryan Day in his debut in Columbus. Oh, it's lit. Oh, it's lit. Crown, crown that man. It's always oh, lit. It, it'll be dumb lit. You can catch you can catch no you can catch Ohio State at the beginning of the season, but not in a game like this. Like when they're home and it's a top five matchup, like you're not catching Ohio State. Now next week, Ohio State could lose to no to nobody. You know what I mean? But in a matchup like this, Ohio State will they'll tighten up for it. Shit, next week we got Quinn Ewers debut. I, I don't know, man. A lot of my parlays would like to disagree because I remember betting on these motherfuckers versus Oregon last year, and I think I was on this very podcast talking shit. Take or Ohio State, CJ Stroud, all this dumb shit. I ended up missing out on a lot of bread fucking with CJ Stroud versus Oregon last year, early early in the year. So. I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, 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 maybe my past demons are influencing this situation. But, 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 but sometimes you got to get burnt to learn sometimes. Yeah. I learned my lesson with Texas last year. I learned my lesson with Clemson last year. Jesus Christ. Every week, <laughs> Clemson losing. <laughs> every week. Against the spread. Then, Against the spread. Every week. Every week. Week. I think they were like one and seven to start the season against the spread last year. <laughs> y'all, y'all think DJ gets it together this year, or do you think club? No, not a chance. I heard DJ lost like forty pounds. Yeah, he got small. He better, he man. Big. He was fat. He was big as shit. He's looking kind of chunky big. out there. You're not big Cinco. Damn, now he little Cinco. Shout out to DJ Ui Ungalila. Don't he got a brother that plays at uh, Bosco right now? Yeah. And he's uh he's been getting ties to USC, so I think he's staying home. Shit. Shout out Lincoln Riley. Last but not least, this isn't a big game. This is a game that is interesting. This is the end. I'm gonna give y'all another little put this play in your parlays, man. I'm telling you, I'm gonna win y'all motherfuckers some money this weekend. This is a Virginia Tech level. This is what they call that shit, 3D chess. NC State at ECU. It's a little sneaky one. NC State is 11 and a half point favorites on the road at ECU. I don't know shit ECU got going on. But here we go about an in-state big dog going on the road to Lil Bro. This is ECU Super Bowl. NC State is ranked 13th in the country. They got a lot to play for this year. I'm going to tell y'all right now, I'm going to start this one off. ECU is going to keep that game close. NC State is in for a hell game. What say y'all? Dan, you take it away. Man, look, if there's one thing I know about ECU, 
their head coach is Mike Houston. And Mike Houston coached at JMU, and he won a natty. He built them bitches into a FCS powerhouse, and he has won everywhere he has been. I think he was built for shit like this. I think they're going to cover, too. The spicy pick of the week. Yeah, any anytime NC State is like supposed to be good in the season, I just I'm not buying it. So I think it's the uniforms. I always hated the way they look. So going with East Carolina. No, no, no. You just said no. You just you just you just dropped a low key a jewel on the timeline. Not on the timeline on this podcast. Every time NC State is supposed to be good, they underwhelm. Every time it's, it's when it's when all right. Whatever. It's when you State, forget whatever. they exist. That's when they start reeling off wins. They're the North Carolina version of UVA. Because under Bronco, UVA was the same thing. When when you when the minute you put a number beside their name, they suck. You take yeah. the numbers away from them, they, they'll give anybody a good game. They can beat anybody except tech. Well, it's low key um, like how Virginia Tech has been recently. <laughs> Anytime you put a number by our name. It's getting spooky. You know, you're right. You're you're right. Um, historically, when Virginia Tech, you put a number beside their name, no matter who the opponent is, if it's a lower number, it's gonna be a hell game. It's just what it is. You put a bigger number, we are gonna give them the fight of their life. I I can't explain the shit. Some some programs are just underdog programs. It's just they got yeah. they meet the underdog. Um, yeah. and, but underdog programs versus underdog programs are just recipes for disaster. But when but when you're the but when you're playing at ECU, when you're playing ECU, you're never the underdog program. No matter what you could be 0 and eleven and it's the last game of the year. If you're power five and you go to ECU, you're still not the underdog. So I think I think we're gonna get NC State with some expectations, and I think they're gonna underwhelm. So uh, yeah, I, I, I got I got a game. I got a game we didn't talk about that I think might be interesting. Um, okay. Thursday night, Penn State at Purdue, eight o'clock on Fox. Uh, that spread is only three and a half in favor of Penn State. And uh, I'm hammering that shit. I'm telling you, man. I don't know. Purdue at home, kind of liking them. Money line, get plus one fifty on them right now. I just like it. Uh, I think I think Purdue can pull an upset, and I think it could get spooky for Penn State real quick after the couple man. seasons they just had. Give me Penn State minus thirty. They're gonna beat the shit out of them people. Dan, what you think? Man, I think that uh, James Franklin gonna handle business. I mean, I think there's a little hype around Purdue being okay this year, like fairly good, but I. I don't know. I think Penn State, they've been uh, obviously recruiting well. We've seen them take all the big money players out of Virginia. But uh, I, I think that, yeah, I think James Franklin going to get off to a strong start. I, I'll take Penn State. He's taking Penn State, last but not least. And I don't have the spread in front of me, but I'm pretty sure on Monday, on Labor Day, Clemson plays at Georgia Tech. Uh, yes. Put Clemson down for 100 points. I don't care who plays quarterback. Uh, put Clemson down for 100 points. Uh, Georgia Tech is going to be awful this year. 
Yeah. And I know Georgia Tech, trust me, Georgia Tech played them close last year and fucked up one of my parlays because Clemson was doing their Clemson shit last year. But put Clemson down for 100 points on Monday night. They're going to light up the Atlanta sky. Uh, it's 22 right now. It's the spread. Yeah. 20, yeah 22 points. Up. Clemson covers by 22. Are we doing this again, Vito? Are we going to stand? Are we going to do this again with Clemson? <laughs> we're doing it again. <laughs> we're doing it again, running it back with Clemson. We're doing it again. So we're, we're not going to, we're not going to look stupid on Tuesday, waking up. We're Some doing weird it again. shit. All right. We I'm buying in. I'm buying in. I'll bet on Clemson. And I, Fuck it. We're betting Clemson. <laughs> this is going to be – this is the lie of the week right here after everything. We could have just stopped where we were at, but no, we had to talk about Clemson. Now we're here lying to ourselves again. Hey, it oh, is man. what it is. It's Sometimes. that Dabo Church, bro. It's got that influence. <laughs> it's the Dabo Church. <laughs> Hey, the best thing about football season is Mitch is about to reemerge. Like, shout Hell out to Mitch. Yeah. Mitch is a absolute legend, man. Shout out to Mitch. Oh man. Oh, side note: Old Dominion running back Elijah Davis has been suspended indefinitely for a violation of team rules. Damn. He was their second leading rusher last year. He must have been down here bullshitting. <laughs> <laughs> and the Niners wave Trey Sermon. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, Trey Sermon. Um, he didn't fit. He didn't fit Kyle Shanahan's scheme. Um, and he got concussed. He got concussed, and he fell out the rotation. And um, I don't know, man. Uh, I know Kyle Shanahan. The Shanahan's run that West Coast zone blocking scheme. They want the running back to just hit that hole and go, you know, like one cut runners. They don't really like all the eh, 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 eh. Uh, they want you to kind of just put your foot in the ground and go. Uh, like I always said, Khalil Herbert would be perfect in a 49er uniform, but the Bears got him. Um, just shout out to Trey Sermon, man. Didn't work out, but uh, he'll find him a home. He just didn't fit the scheme. Yeah. Jeff Wilson Jr. season? It's, it's, it's Elijah Mitchell season. Uh, That's yeah, he, he bad as hell, too. I couldn't remember his name. Someone went with Jeff Wilson. Yeah, yeah Jeff, Jeff Jeff also led, he led the team in uh, Russia like two years ago. I think but, I drafted Elijah Mitchell in like four fantasy leagues this year. Yeah, man, Elijah Mitchell. Uh, Elijah Mitchell did the damn thing, and it's Tyrion Davis-Price season. Look, look. I don't play fantasy, but to all my fantasy players that want a little nugget, one thing about the 49ers, we love our rotation. We love our backs. Tyrion Davis-Price is the reason why Trey Sermon is unemployed. That's the truth. So um, now that we got all the business out the way, uh, going to be a wild weekend in the 757, bros, man. Listen, the vibe's going to be real big. We're gonna be having lots of fun, man. Uh if if you're in if you're in the 757, um to the to the hokies listening to this that's traveling. And I know a lot, a lot of y'all are at, thinking, like Don V, where do you like to eat? What do you like to do? Where would you like to go? I'm gonna give y'all a little low-key spot. I'm gonna give y'all a nice jewel. I like to drop jewels on this podcast. 
Mango Mango. I'm gonna tell y'all a restaurant. It's a Cajun. It's like a Cajun French soul food explosion. It's called Mango Mango. It's in Phoebus. It's in the Phoebus area of Hampton, Virginia. You can get all kinds of shrimp and grits and scallops and shit. It's a scratch kitchen. A scratch kitchen means they make everything in there, which means that if you ask for a biscuit, they got to go make that motherfucker. They don't got biscuits in the freezer and they warm it up. It's a scratch kitchen. I shouldn't even be promoting these motherfuckers for real, but whatever. I like to support. It's the ad? Huh? We paying bills? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man. Man. Them horny Man. dudes. Yeah. Mango Mango is located in Phoebus. It's located in the Phoebus area of Hampton, Virginia. Like I said, it's a scratch kitchen. Great food. Great drinks to the people that drink alcohol. I don't. But even if you don't, if you the mango tea, all that shit, it's mango mango. But spell mango for like French, like it ain't mango like the fruit, like mango, like M A N G E U A X or some dumb shit. Mango, oh, like mango. go tigers. Yeah, I'm, 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 a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, I'm giving y'all one of my low key juice. I shouldn't be giving this shit up because you know what I'm saying motherfuckers be saying they from the they they don't be tapped in for real. I'm telling y'all from somebody who's tapped in. I'm in these streets. I'm out here. Mango, mango. That's a little underrated jewel for y'all out there. It's at Hampton. It's in the Phoebus area. It's a nice area. Um, it's not that far from the water. If you on your if you on your way back to uh wherever the fuck you from in Virginia, and you're taking 64 West from Norfolk, Virginia Beach, stop at Hampton, go to Mango Mango for breakfast, lunch, or brunch, and you won't be disappointed. What do you guys got on the docket for this weekend? What do you guys got on the docket other than the game on Friday? I know you guys are going to be at bars and stuff, but what's going on Saturday and Sunday? It's a long weekend. Yeah, that um, I'm going to be where well, I was about to see. See, I'm a faithful black man. I was about to say I was going to be with a titties beat, but I'm not because I'm a faithful black man. Um, I'm going to be chilling. I'm down for whatever. Um, anything that don't involve cheating. I'm down for it. <laughs> I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be low. Uh, but anybody that want to hit any clubs, please let me know. I'm down. I will take you. I will be people's personal escort in these streets. I'm down for whatever. And Dan, what about you, man? You coming in and, and going out? You staying? What's your plan? Man, I. I'm gonna be with I, me. I got it. The docket is clear right now. I mean, I'm down for whatever, really. He gonna be with me, we, man. We gonna be downtown Norfolk, man. We gonna be doing doing our thug fizzle, man. We gonna be just chilling. Hey, I'm I'm good wherever. So I'm just playing. <laughs> good in these new for new streets. Um, you going to Portsmouth? You gonna be chilling with Quest? Hell no. Uh, Quest still sitting by the landline waiting for Marv to call. So yeah. Hey, shout out to Quest, man. We gotta get we gotta get Quest out to a game one of these days. It's gonna be a classic. Yeah, yeah, man. We need to get Don, Quest back on Don V Fridays. Quest back on Don V Fridays. He was on before. We need to get we need to get Quest uh back back to Norcom. We gotta yeah, get Quest back to Norcom. That is uh 
That is IC Norco's most important alum. Imagine you, Dorian Finney Smith <laughs> with the Norco, but he ain't bigger than Quest, man. It is what it is. Shout out to everybody from Portsmouth, man. Don't shoot me. I don't want no drama. Uh, what else going on, man? I might go to Ann Arbor for the Michigan game on Saturday. It'll be my second time in the big house, but I haven't been since I was a kid. Western Michigan? Nah, they play uh, Colorado State. Uh, So that could be fun. I went to Ann Arbor last weekend and saw J.J. McCarthy, which is kind of sweet. But Yeah, Michigan doing that weird shit where they're starting. Did you see that? The first game and J.J. the second game. I don't like I've, it. I've never seen a program name starters in advance that, like that before. Me neither. So that's kind of cool. Honestly, I think it's a good idea because then you prep a whole week with a quarterback and it's not like you're swapping in the middle of the game. Right. Let one have an entire yeah, game. Yeah, you get the whole week, you get the whole game, and then you reset for the next week. I think right. Blake Corum going to run all over Colorado State regardless. Shout out. Oh, yeah, Blake bro. There's 30-point 30 30 favorites. They're running up. They'll beat them by like 50. Yeah, shout out shout out to Michigan. Um I've never been. I've never. I've, I've never been to the state of Michigan, let alone the game there. Um, but the big house looks like a fun time. So enjoy yourself, especially when yeah, I'll see Edwards if, or whoever ran see. the fuck up. We'll see if I can get into the actual game, but the city itself is fun, so I could just go down and chill. How far is Ann Arbor from Detroit area? From me, it's it's just an hour. So oh, it's it's, it's it's right outside of the city. So I just hop Wait, on the there. highway. You live in Detroit? Yeah, bro. Damn, why did I know that? I don't know, man. That that, that, that ain't ain't bad at all. I I always thought, because I don't know, I look at the state of Michigan like it's so big. I be thinking everything is four hours away. Nah. uh, Honestly, everything's pretty close. Like Detroit's only an hour from Ann Arbor, so from Michigan, and then it's only two hours from East Lansing from Michigan State, and then it's only another two and a half hours from – Grand Rapids, which is honestly a pretty up and coming city. So it's a pretty small state in terms of like where all the big stuff is. But now up north, you go up north to the UP or like up north Michigan, that takes a while. Like to, for me to get to the UP takes like eight, nine hours. You got to take a boat or some shit, right? Nah, there's a bridge. There's like a like a two mile long bridge. Yeah. But okay. it's a whole different world up there, man. I don't really go up there too often. But I'll be in Pittsburgh yeah. next I – mean, not Pittsburgh. I'll be in Cincinnati next weekend for the opener against Pittsburgh. So, bought those tickets a while okay. ago. Shout out to the – man, shout out to the Bengals. We're all, we're all NFL fans here. So, um, you say y'all open against the Pittsburgh Steelers? Yeah, at home. And, and, and what people don't know about Dan is you're a Broncos fan. Um, I've known that about you for – I knew you was a Broncos fan For I knew you was a Hokie fan, to be honest. Um, it's, it's Russell Wilson. How you feeling? Man, I'm feeling good. We got uh, Russell Wilson versus the Seattle Seahawks week one, Monday Night Football. What do you think of that matchup, man? Because I always thought that was a bad week one matchup. I thought they could have saved that for later in the year. Yeah, that's I mean, the, Russell that's versus your soul game for Pete. That's the say your soul game for Pete. Right off the bat, man, going straight home right after <laughs> right after getting traded. I thought that was a weird matchup. But, hey, I think you guys are going to blow the blow them out because uh, Drew Locke Gino. is looking terrible and Geno Smith looks even worse. Geno Smith, Broncos country. <laughs> Let's ride. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, oh, Russ fucked him over there. That 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 Les Rad shit is kind of smooth how he did that. Um, <laughs> I'm a 49er fan. We open on the road at the Chicago Bears. Trey Lance versus Justin Fields. That's a dog. Um, yeah, we're keeping Jimmy. So we got to be sick of that Jimmy drama going on. But Trey is the starter versus Justin Fields. Um one of the receivers for the Bears said he wanted to make, that Justin Fields want to make the Niners pay for passing on him. Um, young man, don't do that. Don't don't do your boy. Don't do Justin Fields like that. Uh, don't don't even do him like you gonna get him hurt. Uh, don't talk like that. that. That's all I would say. Yeah, you guys are gonna blow him out. It's not even gonna be close. Uh, um, but I mean, but- NFL starting, college football getting going. It's the best time of year. Everybody's got high expectations. We can all fantasize about our teams doing great shit. And then uh, we're going to all be depressed by the end of September. So let's fucking go. It will be depressed on Friday night. (laughs) Man, I I hope not. (laughs) I'm going to be ready for football season to be over. As soon as ODU scores points, I'm going to be like, you know what, man? Fuck this shit. (laughs) I'm going home. I want to go home. (laughs) If we lose, because I'm going to be – Shout out Thunder Chicken for putting me in a box, but it's with ODU people. So I'm a, I might be tempted to drive right off the Chesapeake Bay Bridge if we fucking lose on Friday night. Oh my God. I'm not ready. It's it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of slow singing and fly bringing um on Friday night. Um that's it for Don V Fridays, man. This was a, this was a fun episode. Um we want to thank all the patrons. If you still a patron at this point, like God bless you. You just want to see niggas win. Like shout out I'm to y'all. I'm still a patron. Fuck hey, yeah! Hell yeah, Dan. He get my money every month. <laughs> Honestly, we ain't been doing shit, and that's my apology. Um, uh, that's my apology too. I've been I've been all over the place. So we uh we we'll get back in the motion now that the actual season's here. I ain't gonna lie, man. It's hard when niggas work. It's hard, bro. It's hard. Um, but if, if for all the patrons, if you a patron, DM me. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta talk some shop for real. If you want to be a patron, DM me too. But all the patrons, we gotta have a a, a city hall meeting soon. Um, we gotta restore some order. We got like, I feel, I feel guilty, uh, having these patrons and we haven't been showing them the care that they deserve. A lot of patrons are in TP5. And I kind of confuse TP5 with my page with our Patreon community who should be getting the love that TP5 gets. A lot of niggas in TP5 they kind of operate for free. Um and we got bunch patrons of broke motherfuckers in TP5. Oh, and we fuck. got and we got uh patrons out here it's kind of like these niggas don't do because we show on TP5 that Patreon love, honestly. Facts. Um, so if you are a patron, facts. please, I'm saying please, please DM me. We got to, we got to, goddamn, we got to at least get you TP5 access. I feel like that's the least I should be doing. Um, But we're going to get it right. And it's going to be, it's going to go beyond uh, uh, TP5 access and all that. Um, Because I, I want to have a, a Discord or something where we can talk to the patrons directly um, and we can have that community and 
Because I'm big on community. I'm big on every inclusiveness and fun and all that shit. But um, we're going to get it right, is what I'm saying. Um, we're going to definitely get that shit right. But, yes, um, sir. Any last thing y'all need to say to the people before we log off? I'm hey, all man. good, man. <clears throat> I know we on your platform, but salute to the people that listen to me every week. Uh, I think we pumped out like 40 episodes already this year, something stupid. Uh, got some, hey, y'all been working. Got some big things coming up. Logan Thomas is supposed to be on soon. I'm not sure when exactly, but we've been talking. So salute to okay. him. Um, yeah, man, I'm excited for the year. I'm excited to meet a lot of y'all, especially you, Vito, tomorrow, because it's been like, what, 13 years? Something stupid. So I'm uh, excited. I started- I started Twitter in 2011, so 11, so 11 years. 11 years. Crazy. I'm excited, man, to meet, meet mingle with the people, meet some people. You know, people want to meet me. That's cool. I'm humbled. Let's do this thing. Let's have a great time. Uh, <laughs> hopefully, Natalie hears zero gunshots. Uh, Nat coming? We re- nah, I don't think so. But I was. <laughs> <laughs> You know what that man? You, you sound a little excited there, man. Hold on, man. I thought you were faithful. Faithful this weekend. What happened? What's going on? I'm a faithful black man. This motherfucker trying to be killed. No, that is <laughs> my friend. Xbox. That is it. Oh, <laughs> no. I heard though, man. She uh, she DM me on my birthday and sent me well wishes. So. I know that her and I, we used to have our little spat. So for her to DM me, wish me a great day and happy birthday, respect. Shout out to Nat, man. Shout out to Nat, a legend. Even though she burned down two TPs and didn't want to kick with us in spring game, it's cool. Natalie, shout out to you, mamas. Uh, <laughs> God bless you and all your endeavors. Uh, Natalie is who Daenerys Targaryen thought she was. She burned that bitch down twice. Burned that shit down <laughs> twice. No kidding, but but shout outs, man. Till next week, y'all. God bless.